So Jess, why did you become a realtor? I worked in a various customer service jobs, so I wanted something a little bit more rewarding. Um, becoming a real estate agent, being able to help people find their forever homes or their investment homes, starter homes, it's very exciting, so a lot of fun. Now, you've gotten off to a really good start in your real estate career. What has been the most rewarding part of this for you so far? Helping people, especially like first time home buyers, um, finding their first home. They're so excited. Um, I'm so excited to help them. So it's a nice, rewarding part. What is it that you think makes you different than other real estate agents? I think that my various roles in customer service has helped me. So I like to ask a lot of questions and I want to know what I'm doing. So I think that helps a lot because I'm not going to steer people the wrong way. I'm going to make sure they have knowledgeable decisions um, and help them find the right home. Last thing I want to ask you is, and I know these are words that you live by, but the mantra at CTBB Realty is people over paychecks do the damn thing. And that's what we do. The Giants are running New York like the times as Danny is dropping all sorts of dimes. Saquon's thighs are ruining defenses' lives and Leonard Williams making opposing QBs feel him. Receivers think it's scary to line up across James Bradbury and the Giants have a bright future led by coach, judge, jury, and executioner. Tune in to Drawing About the G-Men every Wednesday at 6, live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Which Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Drawing About the G-Men, the Giants football podcast. I'm Big Jace, joined by Joe Guire, Kings A, and Sean Scanlon. That's, I mean, it's just misery once again, over and over again. Giants lose to the Bears. We were talking about a little bit before in the pre-show. Like last year, it this time meant something. When the Giants had a chance to get into the playoffs, now it's just nothing. And, I mean, it's a mess. Joe Judge, despicable. Uh, I hope he leaves. I just hope they just pull the plug on Gettleman and Judge at the same time. Just blow everything up. Start from ground zero. It's disgusting. But, Joe, I mean, you want to continue your rant from the beginning about, I mean, from the pre-show about Joe Judge? Yeah, listen, he, they announced he was coming back, and he had two things to do. Not embarrass himself, and not embarrass himself. And he failed in both counts. Uh, as if losing 29-3 to wasn't bad enough, rather than own it like a big boy, he went on that idiotic tirade and I think has lost all credibility with everybody. So I don't know how you move forward with this guy now. And I was fine with, with them giving it one more go next year, healthy with a couple of high draft picks. Let's see, let's see what happens. But I've been saying it all season long. He's a disciplinarian and a motivator, and yet they're a sloppy team that can't win. So what does this guy bring to the table? 
other than delusional rants. I appreciate you don't want to throw players under the bus. That doesn't mean you have to sound like a total moron. That was embarrassing. And they gave him an opportunity the next day to recant or express regret or remorse for that 11 minutes of moronic gibberish. And he doubled down on it. Idiot. You, you got to go. You you aren't made for this. You're not made for the New York market. You're, you're not a Bill Belichick. Of the, this guy shows nothing. Nothing. B- Bill Parcells and Bill Belichick, you know what made them special? Is, is they, they knew how to handle the media. That's what the great coaches do. Think about Bobby Knight. Think about Coach K. Think about coaches that are successful. They know how to handle the media. Think about Jimmy Beheim at Syracuse. How many scandals have they had at Syracuse? Holy smokes. The, the last eight years, what's the team been? His kids, pretty much. That's what's going on there. Some no. people are cut out for the market. Some people are not. Yeah. This guy's not. He he says stupid things. And, it, and it's a fair question to ask. I mean, listen, you, you do a press conference after the game. I don't I don't even who's the guy that was like, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Whoever that Marshall guy was. Marshall. Idiot. Um, another clown who didn't he his career would have gone differently if he knew how to deal with the media. I think he worked out. He ended up fine. Right, yeah, his one. career would have been better. Be. He was a great football player, and I don't think he's regarded as one because of his uh his his opposition to the media. Marsha, what? Yeah, I don't agree with that. That's but. crazy talk, That's but okay. Did, I get what you're saying. About Joe. You gotta remember, Joe, Joe is from a different generation. Joe's from a different generation. Marshawn might not have had the same impact on Joe that he had for us growing up. So that's why Joe sees it differently. I hear you, Joe. You don't see him as a superstar. He didn't grow up with Marshawn Lynch as the running back he watched growing up. So we did. And that's why we've seen it differently. That play in Seattle, I mean, that play against the Saints was huge to us. For Joe, it was probably just a guy breaking some more tackles. He's seen it once before a million times. But for us, that was different. So I got you, Joe. Look, love the beast mode thing. Again, I think he's a great running back. I think he would have been more heralded uh, in in regards to his reputation, if he if he would have played things differently, again, this isn't about Marshawn Lynch. This is about people who are delusional. This is about people like Antonio Brown. Like what? <sighs> I, I, I think what Joe Joe Judge did is worse than what Antonio Brown did. I agree. I mean, big for a couple things. I mean, we know Antonio Brown has mental issues. He's talked about it. It's it, no no one's. Whoa, really? Everyone's aware of this. No, it's but not. It's not it, but think, but they sent him away now. He's gone. The difference between Joe Judge and Antonio Brown is Joe Judge still has a job. This is not the first time where we've been like taking his press press conference after the game and been like, what is this guy talking about? What game was this Major, guy watching? I love what I saw out there tonight. <laughs> From who? What are you talking about? I know, and it's frustrating because, I mean, look at that. Antonio Brown obviously had issues with the Bucks, So you can obviously put that. But the thing, the thing with Joe Judge is he's got these delusional, the Mara delusion 
with him. They yeah. think they're, 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 the Giants no. are still good and they still have a future. But, I agree with you. Um, it's a mess. Right. By the way, I love Jimmy Bayham. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to disparage him in any way. I'm just again. I think if you know how to handle the media, the New York media, I think you can. I think you can last a really long time. This guy's proven that he can't. He says stupid things every week where we're like, "Huh?" But I think what Jason was saying was. It, when Antonio Brown acts out, at least he's a superstar receiver. We know the talent behind Antonio Brown. He's at least talented. Joe Judge, you act stupid in the media. You don't want to talk to people. You say delusional things, but you haven't done anything in this league. At least when Belichick and, and, and Parcells does it, they were already Super Bowl champion winning coaches before they moved on to these new teams. So they already probably Belichick is probably one of the greatest defensive coaches of all time. If not, you know, so he has that to go with it. Joe Judge is nothing, and it's similar to who they, um, Josh McDaniels, when he was up there, at, um, in, in the Broncos, he actually he left, turned out to be nothing, and then he ended up going back to um the Patriots and did nothing there for them. Now he's not even in the league. You look at um uh, Matt Patricia, another one of his coach, he's not in the league, a guy who wanted to imitate Bill Belichick, and it looks like. We're going to have a similar situation with Joe Judge where he's going to be another one of these guys that wanted to imitate Bill Belichick and are not coaching no longer in the league. The problem is you have to build your own identity before you can be someone else or try to imitate someone else. And Joe Judge didn't do that. Who is Joe Judge? What is the Giants? The Giants don't have an identity. What do they do well? They don't even play defense well anymore. Right. Million percent. No identity. And and by the way, Antonio Brown hasn't been released because the Bucks fear someone else will sign him. No, that's that's, that's the that's, that's the only reason. The Antonio, that, and I I think something about uh he might file a grievance or or some nonsense. So yeah, uh, he's got well, he's, Antonio Brown he's has done. a great. He's got a great, and I'll get to that later because obviously we know the the debacle I picked last week. <laughs> so we'll get to that later. <laughs> I, yeah, I Antonio Brown's a hold of him. But let, let's get back to the Giants. Sean, who's going to start? I mean, now we have da- Daniel Jones with his next stuff. Now you got Mike Lennon. It's just, what do you think of that whole situation? Regarding not just Joe Judge, this whole team is just a mess right now. I just can't wait for this regular season to be over so I don't have to watch this Giants <laughs> offense anymore. I mean, from the first play last week, Mike Lennon gets strip sacked and then the Bears score right after that. It's. It's just the way the Giants' offense has been for the past two months. It's a struggle for them to even get the double-digit points. It's ridiculous to watch. You watch offenses. You watch the Chief, Chiefs-Bengals game last week where they have two young stud quarterbacks. They're scoring points left and right in a shootout, and you're like, the Giants are in the same league as these two teams? It doesn't seem real. It We're, we're light years away on offense from being a team that could contend in this league. Even when we had our starter in Daniel Jones, uh, he did a lot better than these two clowns that we have now, but it, it, we're still a bad offense. So uh, it's it's tough to watch. I this season, I I didn't think it'd get any worse than you know the way it ended with Ben McAdoo and ended with Pat Shermer, and especially after you know we saw some good signs last year with Joe Judge, I was like, okay, you know we're headed in the right direction. But this year, it literally went all downhill, and I think it's right up there with as bad as it was in 2017 and in 2019. Uh, it's just an absolute disaster. If you have to come out and say this isn't a clown show organization, 
then you're damn right that it's a clown show organization if you have to try and defend that it's not. It's he he runs it so bad. It's a just a terrible operation. Uh, he sounded desperate in that whole press conference, like a guy that knows that you know he's on the hot seat, and which I I think is right because you shouldn't be you know given that clearance that you're going to be back next year when you haven't proven anything this year that proves that you should be. So I'm hoping that you know the Maras do one right thing and kind of change their mind. And if Dave Gettleman's gone, you might as well send Joe Judge with them because it's not going anywhere at this point. Uh, you don't want to force Joe Judge, uh, some idiot head coach like Joe Judge, upon a new general manager. It's just going to hurt your can, uh, candidate re- or search. So, uh, yeah, just really can't wait for the season to be over. Can't wait for the playoffs to uh, come around. So, go ahead, watch some actual good football. Uh, I, I watched the Giants-Bears game last week in the 1 o'clock slate when there are a bunch of other good games on that, you know, I was pissed. I had red zone on, but I, I was watching the Giants for some odd reason. I'll do it again this week because I love the Giants, but I uh, can't wait for it to be over, and hopefully next year brings us some some better luck because – it's not looking great right now. Well, I'll have you know, I wasn't even able to watch the game because they didn't carry it here. So I was I, scared. Yeah. I was spared from having to watch this monstrosity. I feel so, very fortunate for that. Yeah, Sean, you, Sean, you literally reminded me, and I, I forgot to even bring it up. The Giants was so bad that game. They couldn't wait to get rid of the ball. Joe Judge, the special teams coach, on the opening kickoff, they literally watched the ball hit the floor and almost gave it to the other team, and the Giants almost didn't even have a first possession. That's how bad this team was. They couldn't wait to get rid of the ball. So it was just fitting that they fumbled on the second play. So I'm glad you brought that up. And, Joe, I'm in New York. They cut the game off with four minutes left in the game. The Giants were so bad. What? They switched Really? To, they switched to a whole nother game. I was watching a Dave and Buster's and whoop. Oh, wow. They switched it off. I think it was the Chargers game they switched it to or something like that. I was like, I couldn't believe this. In New York. Deservingly so. Deservingly good, so. Good for them. That's crazy. That's wow. So Man, bad. that's. It's never happened. That's what happens. You know what that happens to? That happens to a clown organization. That does. A clown I've seen teams go 0-16 that haven't happened. That hasn't happened to where they've cut the game off before it ended. I've never seen that before. That was the first time I've ever seen that. Yeah, I mean, it's a mess, and it's going to continue to be a mess. Like I mentioned, we don't know who the QB is going into this week. You know who the winner in all this is going to end up being? Eli Manning. Patrick Graham. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I I like I hope he stays around. One of the only good coaches. On I the wouldn't staff. be surprised if he this doesn't is, end up as the head coach of the Giants. It's his dream job. He says staying in New York was his dream job. That's why he hasn't left for any other head well, coaching job. He's been offered them. He hasn't left. But what a, does Mara just have something against defensive coordinators? Because Spags was like that too. I feel like he should have definitely gotten more of a shot. An opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Look it's at him now with the Chiefs. Yeah. So I, I, I honestly think. Mara, that that might be another problem with Mara. He's an idiot. Yeah, delusional. Sell the team already. <laughs> it's it's a, I enough. Swear, it's I swear, all New York franchises say the same thing. Sell the team. This is just a common song. Sell the team. There's one problem though with this Giants team that has been a constant throughout this horrible tenure, and it's John Mara making boneheaded decisions left and right. And I, you have to point back to it because every GM that comes through, every, every head coach that comes through, all the players that come through, there's one constant, and there's been one constant while we've been terrible this whole time, and it's John Mara sitting up there 
with his thick skull and he can't get it through his head that you can't run things like we're an old school. Oh, it's just the old Giants way. No, you have to upgrade with the times. Obviously, he doesn't get that. And that's why the Giants have been so bad for so long now. And it's not going to change anytime soon as long as he's up there making these dumb decisions and doesn't, you know, change with the way the NFL is moving to. Well, the Steelers don't change. And that's the same family, basically. And the Steelers really don't change much of what they do. And they it, also, it seems to work out for them. Here they also have one of the best coaches in the NFL, Mike Tomlin. That, that also, too, is granted. That, is the can- that yeah. helps. They just know how to find great coaches. And th- Mike Tomlin, who also deserves an award for having Antonio Brown for all those years without a trip out. He deserves and an Le'Veon. award. <laughs> and Le'Veon. Yeah, somebody give that man an award. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's... It's frustrating now. And then, like I mentioned at the top of the show, last year it was fun. Week eight, week seventeen, the Giants have an opportunity. They're on that table. Well, when you're watching the game, they say, "Oh, they need this and that to happen to get into the playoffs." It was fun, but now we're back to just nothing. Just cool. A game against Washington. That that's all right. With either Jake Fromm. Oh, you guys must be thrilled to have uh, Jake Fromm. I know you guys are all chomping at the bit for some Fromm action. And here you go. Let him feast on Washington. This will be great. And Jake's Fromm defense, that offense that they gave him was not any. That was a terrible offense they put out there. That was a terrible game plan. It wasn't. I don't even understand it. The week before when he came in, in relief of Mike Glenn, it was better offensive calling than the game that he started. I don't. I don't understand what's going on there. I don't. Dude, I, I mean, know from with Freddie Kitchens, whenever Freddie Kitchens take over, it feels like he only knows how to call one type of play. Like it was just 40, have Mike Lennon drop back 40 times and just keep slinging the football. Then you got this game where let's just give it to, to Saquon Barkley the whole game. Oh, and yeah. 21 carries for Saquon. Oh, Devontae. Booker, you can get twenty carries as well. Like it's it's ridiculous. The, 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 it's it's just a mess. I can't wait till the Cowboys lose in the first round. I hate Jared and I hate Sanders. I can't wait till they lose in the first round. <laughs> so we can I can't all believe you just said that. Oh I, my god! I, I I can't wait till we're all sitting here in misery together. I, At I, least the Cowboys will always be the Cowboys. We'll we'll yeah, always I, have that. I'll sleep better too when the Eagles and the Cowboys eliminated from playoffs. I'll sleep better. I hope. I'm not. I don't follow this. I am afraid that the Giants will turn out to be the Browns and draft another quarterback. As in, what you wanted them to stick with Johnny Manziel? I don't. What are you saying? Explain well, yourself. I mean, no, no, look at the Browns. I mean, this would the be Browns were in the playoffs last year. That's true. <laughs> they should have been in the playoffs this year, honestly. So I, I, I'd take the Browns right now over what I've seen with the Giants this year. I'd rather watch the Browns all year than watch the Giants. I'm sorry. Yeah, so I mean, that, that Brown, sucks to say, but yeah, that's not an insult. That's not an insult anymore, I guess. But well, I mean, I, I get what Ovi's kind of saying. Look at how many first round draft picks they used on QBs until Baker was good enough. We used one, we one quarterback in the last four years, and I, that. I think we should roll out Eli two more years and wait on Hibbert, but who cares? I mean, like I said, if we had waited and rolled out Eli two more years and we sucked, would we have noticed the difference? We did. <laughs> I'm just saying, would we, if we had sucked for two more years, yeah, it would have been the same story. You should have just kept Eli for two more years and got Hibbert in the draft. We were stupid. We make dumb decisions. It's just what it is. 
How about yeah. pass it on Justin Fields? <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Justin Fields. Well, it wasn't supposed to be nothing. Mac Jones. We had this conversation. Tua. Yeah. Justin it's Fields. always worth bringing it up quick, though, isn't it? Justin Fields is, is the same as Daniel Jones. What? The same. Justin Fields is playing in a playoff game. Yeah, we did this conversation. How right are they? They're virtually identical, as my man uh, Mike Goldberg would say on Bellator. Wow. But, uh, no, yeah, I, they, they are. They're very mobile. They're good. Everyone hates this take, Chase. Continue. One is playing in the playoffs. I don't. One isn't. I, I kind of agree. Virtually identical. No one's playing. The, Justin Fields is not playing. I mean, not Justin Fields. Excuse me. I'm thinking of um Jalen Hurts. Excuse me. Whew. Justin Fields. Let me, yeah, ask, let me ask you guys a question. Let's play a game real quick. Which quarterback could do something with the Giants as currently constructed? If Russell Wilson was on this team, would the Giants score points? Yes. More than they do now. Yes. Yeah. How Wilson many be- more points? What do you think they'd be averaging as a team if Russ was in charge? At least Russell double digits. At least, at least 20 with Galladay. I'll give him that. At least 20 with Galladay. Russell Wilson right. can throw the ball. He, he's, he's a magician with the ball. At least double digits. I'd give yeah. him that. At least how two about, touchdowns a game. How about Ryan Tannehill? No. Ryan no. Tannehill, no, is a glorified Daniel Jones. Okay. So it's it's somewhere between there. Like, how about Tom Brady? Yeah. yeah, honestly, right. I don't think so. But I think Tom Brady would need the. Yeah, you got to give him the. I think well, he, needs, he needs protection, but Brady. I think Aaron Rodgers. Josh Allen. Yes, sure. because he's yeah, he's a, he's a better Daniel Jones, Lamar Jackson. Ugh. Sure, I mean no one's catching the ball anyway. Might as well just have him run all over. I, the I place. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Like who? I I wouldn't I wouldn't wish this on my worst quarterback enemy. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, I, it's definitely not a good offense. To I don't, you know, I think like Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes, maybe they could do something with this. I don't know if a lot of guys could. That's how the, the problem is that like you said it, Sean. I mean, like they, they struggle to just like run plays and sustain any sort of anything at any point. And I, I can't imagine that's just overall incompetence at, at every level of player. I mean, it, it, it's insanity. It really is. So, again, it, does it boil down to is, it, is this a coaching issue? I don't, I don't understand this. I, the, to watch the Giants play, I, I do. I, I feel anger. I, I get angry. I'm like, what? Like, I don't even know what you're doing. I don't understand. I mean, I watch every other team just slants, slants, runs, guys breaking off, and the Giants is like into the line of scrimmage, a one-yard run, incomplete pass, punt. Uh, you, you know that drive. It happens like five times a game. True. I, 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 it's stunning that that the Giants' offense again, and you mentioned it again, Sean, in in twenty twenty one, that the Giants' offense can be so inept. Compared to what everybody else is doing, it's mind blowing. And then you look at the talent, and it's like, wow. But I mean, even the Browns, as bad as Baker Mayfield is, and I got to tell you, he is. Earlier today, somebody posted this great about how good Baker is and how many yards and touchdowns. And they're like, he averages six wins a game. And I was like, buddy, you might want to take that six win stat off there. I don't think that's building your case. 
Again, a bad Baker Mayfield with two bad shoulders still won seven games. And the Giants Man. can't even get seven points. There's a problem. Seven points? We can't get seven yards. I believe we had negative 10 yards last game or something like that in the stats. How do you have negative yards, passing yards? Ah, I had it. I blew it there. I did How do that. You, you have had me. Negative 10 passing yards. I don't even. In the, in the, the NFL, hold on. In the NFL, in 2021, if this was like 1944 and they had negative 10 yards, you'd be like, oh, all right, good. He had the lowest QB. Are ever it's it's ridiculous it's like what i said earlier that they can only call one type of play you, you had the 40 yard passes now you got you're running the football over the place like where is mixing it aren't mixing it up aren't doing anything it, it's so frustrating and then it, so my question to you joe is in this washington game are they going to pass or run the football the giants <laughs> Well, so uh, I didn't I didn't watch the game last week, but I was following it on GameCast. And I was like, oh, I love that Saquon's getting all these carries and Booker's getting his carries. And and then I noticed that uh, I think at that point, Glennon had thrown like three passes. And I thought, oh, did they think that that game the Patriots had was like a game plan? Like that was only for like, you know, blizzard like conditions, you moron. I know Mike Lennon sucks, but you still have to throw the football. It's the NFL. All of the uh, rules are designed for you to throw the damn football. It, it was it was oh. ugly to watch. They Yeah, I I don't I don't mind what they did. Saquon played well, honestly. I'm I, excited that to see Sean to see the final numbers, 100 yards. That feels great. What did I say? I said I wanted them to use him as a workhorse the last two weeks, and let's let's either establish value or, or make sure that this guy's good to go next year. You saw it. Maybe you could speak on that. I mean, yeah, they they ran the Wildcat a couple of times. Uh, their best drive of the game, they took Mike Glennon just uh, completely. He was just handing off the ball most of the time. Uh, I think they only passed the ball one time, and they even got into a third and long. And they, I think it was third and ten. They wouldn't even pass it then. They, they took the ball out of Mike Glennon's hands, which actually the Giants looked somewhat competent when they did because uh, Saquon looked good. Uh, the old line was ter terrible in pass protection, but running run blocking wise, they actually made some nice holes. Saquon looked good, so. The running game looked okay. They stuck to your game plan of just giving Saquon uh, the the workload, and it was probably honestly his best game of the season. He actually looked like old Saquon a little bit. Um, he didn't look hesitant at the line. He was kind of you know running into contact. It looks like some some power football. So I think that's the only way we put up any type of points um, because you got to take the take here from from Jared Jones. By the way, what I said was I didn't want Mike Lennon to throw forty four times. That didn't mean only throw it four times this week. There's a balance. <laughs> Only a Cowboys fan would would not understand a balance. You got to it's got to balance out. Come on, Jared. Uh, but uh, I, the, the the thing I, I I like you said Saquon looked great, but Devontae Booker 18 carries as well. Like you can't have two workhorses. Well, you can't have two workhorses unless you're the Browns, maybe. But you can't have that. And, and I, I'd and rather take that than seeing Mike Lennon throw the ball. Yeah, and their defense, 
like he said, they look the running backs look good. And I believe the second drive, the Giants threw an interception. Mike Glennon threw an interception on like his second throw. And I think it was like, look, just run the ball. He can't do anything. He it was bad. But what do you think through Saquon's injuries the last two years? Just could see no. So he would have. No. He was saved. They told him he was coming back, and then that happened. That insanity yeah. thing happened. And like I said, he had another day to retract it, and he doubled down. So bye. Yeah. He totally got a pass, dude. He all he had to do was this is Dave Gettleman. Just hide behind Dave Gettleman, dude. He's getting the brunt of all the hate. All Joe Judge had, he should have just been like, what can I do with this lineup that Gettleman gave me? And he should have walked right out. That should have been <laughs> it. Should have been the whole press conference. Because I have questions about how bad this team is. Talk to Gettleman. You know what a uh, jackass he is. And he uh, would have walked out a hero with a job for next year. Yeah. I mean, look at all the people he's thrown under the bus. I haven't. I'm not surprised Joe Judge hasn't gone after Gettleman. I would, dude. Oh, he's man. gone. He's like totally That's how fired, he's coming dude. back. That's how he's going to come back next season is if he goes after Gettleman in this post-game press conference. I, I suggest he start with that. This is all Gettleman's fault. Uh, I was against yeah. Mike Lennon from the beginning. He forced a... Uh... Gettleman don't help. Gettleman don't make bad decisions on the field. Gettleman don't mismanage timeouts. You know, Gettleman doesn't make the offensive calls and defensive calls. He doesn't do none of that. They're yeah, I mean, have you ever party. seen – I think the Giants lead the league in first quarter timeouts for no reason. Yeah. You know, other than, like, just general, like, incompetence. Like, oh, the play clock's running out. <laughs> like, do you – do you? And, and, again, this is why I say, like, Joe Judge, the disciplinarian, like, Joe Judge, the motivator – how is that happening? How do they never have timeouts? Also, they've been outscored 96 to nothing going into the half. Yeah. What? It's a mess. Oh. No, and again, over the last two years, how many times have I said this? With two minutes left in the half, the Giants never do anything, right? Ever. And you do, you give anybody, you give the Lions 44 seconds on the clock from their own five, and they're throwing it down the field. Not the Giants. A couple of Saquon one-yard runners, and then you kneel down. I, I'll never understand why, Why the again, especially when you're a terrible football team. Like, if there's a time to throw the football down the field, I don't know, 30 seconds left in the half. Yeah, chuck it down there. Gets picked at the 30-yard line, great. They got 70 yards to go in 30 seconds. Take your chances then. They, yeah. they don't take chances. And they just continue to lose. And it's like, well, you could have at least taken a chance and maybe you wouldn't have lost or by a million points again. I don't know. Frustrating. It's the, the just constant old school mentality throughout the whole Giants organization. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's it's absurd. it even trickles onto the field in the play calling. And it's it's absurd. The only way you can win like that is if you have like the best defense in the league, maybe, no, but he, not even. Well, he coaches like he thinks he does. That is, and true. I appreciate that he believes in his team that much. That he, he constantly wants to put that defense a, in spots where they have to like save the game or save it from getting blown open. And we've talked about. That. I mean, you can't ask this defense to constantly bail you out. By your your coaching incompetence on offense, 
the first five minutes of that game, the Giants watched the ball hit the ground on a kickoff. That almost was a turnover. Fumbled the ball and gave the ball to the other team. Got the ball back and then threw an interception and gave it right back to them at the 20. What more? This this is first this, first minute and a half. This, they, but the, not a clown show. It wasn't even 30 seconds off the clock before the Giants were losing. They couldn't wait to lose. They couldn't wait to lose. They couldn't help themselves. Boy, that does sound like something only a clown show organization could do. All that in the first buck 30, huh? Nice. Uh, we are way to, way to show how disciplined your team is right out of the gate. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the more I think the more we talk about the Giants at this point, we will turn into a clown show. Let's talk about good football then. Yeah. I'm fine let, with that. Let's take a break. Let's recoup after that. Hear a word from our sponsors, then we'll talk about some good football. So stay tuned. Do you have a 401k and some savings for future retirement that you don't even know if it's enough to live off of? How much is enough? And how often do you think about it? The team at JPEX Financial Group can help set your mind at ease. We specialize in creating strategies, doing the planning and managing of your financial, educational, and investment needs. We help clients pursue their investment goals with sound financial strategies. You deserve a personal, tailored plan. Lasting, meaningful, and open relationships are the foundation of our practice. You've worked hard for your money and should feel confident with your investment choices as you make decisions for your financial future. Your goals are our goals. We are dedicated to your needs and hopes for your future. Visit our website or give us a call at 860-430-5397. All right, and now going from a terrible, how do you advance a 4-12, and 4-12 Giants team? Going from them talking about the Super Bowl, Super Bowl predictions, last week of the season, who's going to get to the Super Bowl, Joe? The same team I said before last season started. No, I'm just joking. Uh, it's going to be a repeat of last year's Super Bowl. It's going to be the Chiefs and the Bucks. I think those those teams probably both end up uh, based on uh, just the way their, their teams are playing, uh, drawing off their playoff experience. I think those teams will. Uh, ultimately face off in the Super Bowl. All right. Zay, who you got? You're speechless, bro. Sorry, my fault. Yeah, I got Colts Green Bay. Sorry, <laughs> sorry for that one. Ooh. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers, like I said in the beginning of the season, I said Aaron Rodgers put up a fit because he was going to put on a show this year, go out on a championship, and then go to another team and stick it to Green Bay. And here he is with the number one seed, the NFC has to go through Green Bay, which, I mean, it could be done, but it's not one of the easiest places to play when it gets cold. So I could see that happening. And obviously the Colts being one of the best teams in the AFC recently, I think they can continue that trend. Jonathan Taylor, in my opinion, is probably the MVP of the league, but we know that never goes to running backs. So Aaron Rodgers will be MVP. And I think those two teams could see it. And I'd like to see some new teams play. I'm tired of seeing Brady and the, the goats or whatever the hell you want to call them. I, I, I want to see some new people get an opportunity. So I'd like to see, you know, Colts Green Bay. Well, obviously Rodgers isn't new, but whatever. Different teams. Uh, that's a hot take with the Colts. I mean, especially after a loss to the Raiders, who my best bet. Look, your losses, losses happen during the season, bro. You'll regroup. You'll get ready for the season. For the playoffs, it happens, bro. You can't win. They had won a lot of games in a row. I mean, they were yeah. due to lose a game. Then they're still in fine position so i wouldn't i wouldn't worry about that at all 
We'll see. I mean, it should be interesting. Sean, what you got? I got the Packers and the Chiefs. Um, I agree with Zay. I, I think the Packers will actually get over the hump this year in the NFC Championship. Um, they love nothing more than losing the NFC Championship game. But I think that they'll get it done this year. I think that uh, they have an opportunistic defense. Uh, they have a good pass rush. Um, they have a good secondary. And then, obviously, Aaron Rodgers in that offense. Um, he's been without some of his best offensive linemen all year. Uh, and they're without three of their best players in Jair Alexander, Zadarius Smith, and David Bakhtiari. If they get any one of those three, uh, it will help already the best team in the NFL, and they only have to win two games in Lambeau to advance. So um, I, I think that they'll go from the NFC. And um, All right, Ovi. And then uh, the Chiefs for the AFC. Uh, I think that this team, their defense has finally come around. Uh, their pass rush is getting there. And then Patrick Mahomes, uh, they have experience, obviously. They've been in the AFC mix for the past three or four years now. And I, I think that uh, they'll be able to get it done with uh, weapons like Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. I, I think they'll be tough to beat. But uh, the one team that I wouldn't sleep on in the AFC is the Titans. Uh, they've been disrespected all year. They're the number one seed right now. They have to Not by me. Hold, hold on. I, yeah, yeah we, I know. We can do a dark horse? Like, I didn't know we could do a dark horse. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I, I, they just <laughs> I designated uh, Derrick Henry. Your dark horse is the Colts, all right? That, I right, want to get in on – yeah, no. that is your dark horse. No. Uh, I'm, not, is I'm getting in on Bengals. Sean's dark horse, though. I still think the Bengals have a chance of anyone. I think they put on a show last week against the Chiefs and proved to the league that they are here. I'm telling you – the Cowboys. Yeah, that's just Jared, what? dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm sorry, Jared. That's not Cowboys. Happening. I'm sorry. You could have said any other team. The Cowboys was the absolutely wrong answer. Like you could have said any other team, and we'd be like, eh, eh. the Cowboys, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, but the Titans, they they just got Derrick Henry back, so I wouldn't yeah. on them. Yeah, that's true. But I, 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 none of my teams. You guys said I, I, I got from what I. I got the Cardinals Giants against and... the Bills. Cardinals against the Bills. Bills I, I maybe. Think... The Bills. Yes. Now the Bills are done though. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I think I think Josh Allen's gonna start lighting it up. I think he's gonna get into prime form, get going. And also that defense is underrated. And I I know at the beginning of the season they were a lot better than they are now. I think they kick it back into gear. And get going there, and I think we get to see a little bit more of the Bills. I think both these teams. I think isn't their defense ranked? Isn't it literally ranked first? So yeah, I would I say, so. if anything, I would say it's slightly overrated. No, uh, yeah. I mean they no, struggled. No, they were good the first half. They have struggled so far in the past, but and also, I mean, did they do have to get that run game going? But Singletary looked good last week. I think. He can ride a little bit here. As far as the Cardinals go, uh, they might also be getting D-Hop back, which, I mean, you talk about Derrick Henry's impact, D-Hop as well. That should be interesting. But also, I mean, they they were they won a big game last week, very banged up. This team's been playing very banged up and doing pretty well, doing very well. I mean, talk about the Colt McCoy wins. So I, I this they've been playing great all year, and I think it's going to continue – even in the playoffs, I think they're going to turn it into another gear and continue to roll. And I'm with Ovi. I mean, as far as Rodgers goes, he's been terrible in the playoffs. He always gets the NFC Championship and loses it. I don't think with him having all this stuff happen in the offseason and him possibly leaving the Packers 
next year. Uh, I don't think that's going to help it at all. Uh, I still think he's going to choke it in the NFC champ- NFC Championship to the Cardinals. Choke and it. The Cardinals to the build. Cardinals? Yes. All team? Wait, what is all right, what stop is, what do you mean by choke it? Wait, to the Cardinals? What? He's going to lose to the Cardinals? He's, he's been playing great wait, all year. Wait, and then he's gonna wait be why, and lose. why are you bringing up Ben Roethlisberger and Deshaun Watson at a time wait, like this? Wait, wait. Oh, wait. brother. Did you see Aaron Rodgers last week? He might have thrown two of the greatest passes he I've ever seen. He always looks this great, and the then ball. when it comes to the NFC Championship, he, he chokes it away. He gets threw it the away. ball in Devontae Adams' hands, and he didn't even have to move his hand. It was the one of the greatest passes I've ever seen. And this man is locked in. I don't think you understand. And he only he has to win two games. Saying this last year. He only has to win two games, pinky toe and all. He was saying this two last games. year when he won MVP, man. And then what happened? Mm-hmm. Different, different situation. No, I, I think this is the year they get over the hump. I agree with Zay. It's a different they've situation. They've been the best team in the NFL all year, ever since that week one loss. They've been the most consistent team. They, I don't know. I, they're overall the best team in the NFL. Longer playoffs. They're going to be one of the fresher teams in the playoffs when you add that into it. Oh no, bro! I don't want to face them, son. Right. I'm sorry. I do think this year is definitely a lot more open than I was. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. I think this is the most wide open it's been in probably a couple of years. And hey, we only had two repeats, or I don't know. Like, <laughs> I think we all picked something different. Yeah, I think yeah. What are you laughing at, Joe? He's just reading the comments. He's reading the comments. <laughs> the comments on this show, by the way, are worth the price of admission. If for no other reason than the great comments in here, you should watch this show. Sean's great analysis. Zay giving us, uh, you know, his his in depth sight, uh, having having been a quarterback in the day. Oh yeah. Jace giving us the uh, oh, sense God. of what what the football's like for Joe Judge. With his delusional takes, you know, I like it. <laughs> okay, All right, who you got yeah. winning this week, Jace? The Giants. <laughs> yes, sir. He's picking uh, the Giants over the Skins. Uh, I love it. Let's, let's ah. get. I'll, I'll get to that. Don't worry. But Man. best bets. Let's go. Shawnee boy got a push. He could have made it interesting, but freaking um, Matt Ryan. I love how he gave Sean a push that way. No, Sean is on his side with the pushes. We're not gonna yep. get into that. Not now, now with the push going forward. Yeah, I mean it's a tie. What would how else do you want to push? It's not a loss. All right, mm. all right. I'm just mad. I'm look. I'm just hating. Don't worry about me. I'm just. Yeah, I'll tell you what I do, Ovi. I don't pick best bets very well or fantasy locks. That's yeah. what I don't do. All right. Shout out Speaking to the which. Joe, I mean, you did okay with your best bet last week, the Titans. You're sticking in the AFC South, the Jags. Yeah, um, listen, I, I think right now the Jaguars um, are playing for pride's sake. So I feel like they're going to give it a go here. The Colts are obviously going to pound the football with Jonathan Taylor. I'm sure he's going to have a big day. I just think they can keep it within 15 points. And so I'm taking the I'm taking the points. I just I think this is a Jacksonville team that's trying to play for Coach Blevins. You know what I mean? I think for them to to pull off a miracle victory or at least make it competitive uh, uh, enough where again I think they I think they keep it within two touchdowns. 
Okay. I like that. I mean, they've won some games they shouldn't have won of late. I mean, I think there's every reason to think, especially when the Colts, I think when the Colts play down, they play down to their opposition. The Colts don't generally go for the throat. They had a chance a couple weeks ago against the Texans and they didn't do it. Uh, And I don't suspect they're going to do it with the Jaguars. So take the points. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Anything that improved the Giants draft spot. Cool. I want them to win so bad, dude. Yes. <laughs> Go Texans. No, we did the first eggs. Don't screw it up. <laughs> All right. And I mean, speaking of the Giants, Zay and Sean. I thought Sean thought. froze for a minute. He's just angry. I don't know if it was at my pick or <laughs> what? <laughs> You're <all> right. <laughs> Yeah, Sean sounds like he's got yeah. sick or something. Dude, the look he's on his face for a minute, I was like, oh, I think Sean hates that I'm taking the points. <laughs> no, I said right I, I don't hate that pick. Oh, all right, good. All right, good. Cool. And you two are both doing this. Yeah, I, I should have done this weeks ago. Seven. I should have done this weeks ago and just went against the Giants every damn week if I knew they weren't going to score no points. I would have been up. I'd be winning this best bet thing. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, the- Ovi says thirty-seven to six. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I honestly wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't shock us at this point. Well, again, I- I'll be honest. Them losing to Chicago twenty-nine to three did not shock me in the slightest. And the, the mm. Bears are not a good football team, but it- they are leaps and bounds better than the Giants are today. Yeah, Washington literally just has to score 13 points to uh, make sure that they get this, and that uh, that will be easy to do, especially with the, the amount of time that they'll be on the field. Uh, shouldn't be hard because yeah, the Giants are scoring more than three points. So well, yeah, Washington just got to make sure they get dressed and get on the field. Something, and, and something to no three. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's 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 a joke, and I'm with that joke. Uh, I got. Washington at the Giants. I'm going under Jesus. under 38. The Giants are like going to score three. And watch this guy score 35 three. 35 yep. to three. Watch. <laughs> okay, I, I got 12 to nine. Let's go. 12 to nine? <laughs> yeah. Field, field goal. If bad. you think the Giants are nailing goal. three field goals in the same game, you got another thing coming. Uh, I don't no, know. I got the know. Giants winning, Joe. Seattle and and uh, Seattle scored fifty one. The Patriots scored fifty points last week, and the Giants scored forty nine in the last five yeah. games combined. Yeah, pretty good. It's, it's rough. Yeah, I had a bunch of those stats too, but I'm, I wasn't going to beat up on the Giants no more. This is as bad. Nah, I feel like throwing them out there now, <laughs> making me feel better. All right, let's get on. To fantasy locks. Another thing, I'm just winning and dominating. It's over at this point. Uh, I mean, those are some good picks, I guess. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Zay, when he, matters. Hold on. Zay, when he moonwalked off the field, like, what were you thinking there as far as your fantasy <laughs> locks? You like. He's not coming back, is he? <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was a tough situation to watch <laughs> as uh, the Giants game was unraveling and they cut it off that for some reason the Jets game was obviously still on that was actually a pretty good game and there it goes there goes oh. the one thing I could actually won on the show it walked off the field with Antonio Brown never in my life would I ever thought I would have picked two players to basically retire themselves back-to-back, and Jake Fromm and Antonio Brown, two players who will never see the field in NFL again. I don't even think Jake Fromm is going to start this week. 
I think that's how bad he is. They'll bring a guy in off the streets to play before him. So, yeah, um, that was a really bad. I mean, I I didn't see it coming. But in respect, he had a gripe. Like I said, they cut him before he did all that. He was supposedly cut. He didn't want to go in. He had an ankle injury. And Bruce Arians wanted him to go in. He was like, no. Arians said, if you ain't going in, you cut. Get off my field. And he said, all right, you want me off my field? Here's your crap. And he left like that. And that's how we got to where we are today. So. Yeah, but he's still not actually cut, I guess, or whatever. But, yes, uh, because Arians was lying, according to people. And he was lying to people in the press conference when he told them that he was no longer a part of the team also. It's, it's, it's we don't have to be cut to not be part of the team. Look at, uh, I hate to bring him up again, but Deshaun Watson. He's on the Texans. He just isn't on the Texans. <laughs> Brady wants him back enough. Brady will get him. Get right. down enough in the playoff at halftime. Brady Dude, again, back. if 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 the Buccaneers were to waive Antonio Brown right now, he would sign with the Chiefs or the Cowboys tomorrow. Yeah, um, you, you're not wrong. Cowboys. I only say the Cowboys not because they need receivers, probably but they the love guys who have probably. issues. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Let's get back to fantasy locks. I uh, uh, since I'm already far enough ahead. Graham Gano against the Washington football team. Let's go field goal battle. Hopefully, he can chip in like a nice forty yarder. I hope yarder. one of these guys takes Cooper Cup and you lose on a missed field goal at the end. I really do. I'm just so cocky with it. Like he's so far. Really? Ahead. How am I gonna lose? Like Zay needs to put up what like forty something. I had that happen with Amari Cooper. Yeah. yeah. Say, who are you taking this week? Show him, Jace. Big game this week for them. Big game. I mean, win or lose, they could be in, but you want to make sure you win. And if there's going to be one person who's probably going to get the ball, it's going to be Hunter Renfro, in my opinion. So I'm going to go with this guy. Because even if he gets me 35, it'll be close enough. Here's the Hunter scoring four touchdowns. And having like 250 <laughs> yards receiving. Oh, I hope it's a shootout. You can't even believe I hope. I it's wish a you could change this to Cooper Cup. <laughs> I thought is that about a, that. I thought possible. About that, but then I thought Stafford would screw me last second and hit Odell Beckham for the whole game. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So I thought about that. I'm not. I'm not I see what you're doing thing. here. No rugs, obviously. No Waller. It's got to be Renfro. All I'm right. Thinking. I like it. Yeah, we're hoping, especially when they fall behind in the game and they have to just start throwing the football all over the field. Not to mention, you got to pick a guy with character at this point because I can't, I can't rely on people to stay on the field no more. I just can't at this point. I, yeah, I, if the guy could make it through three quarters, that's all Zay's really looking for this week. <laughs> uh, I mean, Hunter Renfro isn't bad. I mean, Derek Carr is more or less playing for his job at this point. I mean, he's got one year left, and he he's, he has he gives up no dead money, so they can just cut him if they bring in a new GM and head coach. And if the Jace, Giants don't jump over something like that, jump on on something like that, oh, stupid. Jace, if Hunter Renfro has four touchdown catches, will you shave your head? <laughs> uh, Shit, I might shave mine no. just because I put it out there. Just because if Hunter Renfro there. has four touchdowns, I say we all shave our heads. I'll go straight monk. Uh, okay, that's four touchdowns. I'll straight monk it. All this, okay. all right, deal. Four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. I'll get rid of all of it. All right, all right, Sean. You you still have somewhat of a shot to get to me as well, Rashad Penny. Can he get your fifty points? I hope so. He's been on a tear lately. Um, 
I almost took him last week, and then I looked at the people I picked, and I was like, I didn't pick Nick Chubb yet, so I might as well go with him. And, of course, Rashad Penny goes off for, like, 170 and two touchdowns. But uh, regardless of that, he's run for over, I think, 130 yards in three of the past four games. He's been in a tear, and I think that they're going to want to feed him the ball. So uh, hopefully if he scores me 50, that'll be great because uh, Graham Gano, I mean, they might only get three points at best. So we're going to need a 50 spot from him, but uh, maybe, maybe, who knows? I think he'll go off, though. I think he'll get at least 25. An NFL record six touchdown day for Rashad Penny. Wouldn't that be something? Ties up Alvin Yeah. <laughs> he said he has to grow out his unibrow. I got to have one first. I wish I could. I actually oh, get come on, that's not that's mean. I actually get credited doing? with having great eyebrows. Thank you, Jerry. But uh, sorry. Uh, no, unibrow here, bro. Wrapping it up, <laughs> Joe. You took the Jags with best bets. Now you're. Uh, I mean, I guess you do struggle when you pick the same, so might as well pick opposing, right? No, listen, this is a brilliant strategy because, like I said, look, I think Jonathan Taylor's going to run for a ton of yards and he's going to score a lot of touchdowns, whatever that means. I mean, he'll probably get into the end zone, I would think, but he's probably he's probably going to run for like a buck 40. You know what I'm saying? And uh, because they have to win the game because they they need that for uh, 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 positioning, positioning here, obviously. Yeah, in the playoffs. So they want to win this football game. They're just going to pound the football to this guy. Um, like I said, the, the Colts don't have a tendency to go for the jugular. And so that's why I think the game's going to end up staying closer than it should be. I think there might be a point. Yeah, but you know what? If they're up by 30 and they bench him in the third quarter, he's got a buck 40 and three scores. That's why we're where we're at. So to Absolutely. me, it's a win-win. Jonathan Taylor is going to put up numbers. Uh, either because he needs to stay in to win the game or because uh, he'll have already put up huge numbers in the first half and he'll say, I like it. I almost picked him. But so. I do. I just – I think the Jags will end up making it a game. Dude, it might be like 30 to nothing, and then they, you know, it ends up 30 to 18. No, I mean, yeah, you, you're right. The Jags are – Trevor Lawrence, one good thing about him, he's a beast in garbage time. Just like his predecessor, uh, yes. Gardner Minshew. It's yes. just the Jags. The Jags are just get us down by thirty, and we'll lose by eight. We promise. Don't be surprised. They shoot they load like the Jets did last week on me. I thought the Bucks were going to run them out the building. I thought the Bucks were going to run the Jets out the building. And by the way, another Deshaun Watson reference. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for John about the G-Men this week. Uh, thankfully, next week, we don't got to talk about the Giants as much because there's no Giants game to preview. Well, I'm sure we'll probably complain and just count the seconds till Gettleman and Judge are hopefully fired. But uh, that's it. Uh, big shout-out to CTBB Realty and JPEX Financial Group. Responsible in today's episode. Make sure you go check them out. And make sure you check out clovercrestmedia.com for not just other great sports podcasts like this, but awesome true crime, political, bunch of other stuff. Go check it out. And you can always start your own podcast as well. I'm Big Jace. That's Joe Aguirre, King Zay, Sean Sandlin. And we'll see you next week to not talk about the Giants, hopefully. 
and just talk about quality football. We got to talk about the loss. No, we will. We will. We got to talk about the loss. I'm sorry. Less. Let's go like 20 instead of 30 minutes at least. 10. We'll see. We'll see. Well, we have playoffs to talk about as well. So we'll we'll figure that out. Oh, and next week will also be uh, our awards. For what? Everything goes to Graham Gano. Graham Gano. He's the best player. Best. All right. (laughs) He's the best. We'll catch you guys next week. (laughs) Take care. The Giants are running New York like the times as Danny is dropping all sorts of dimes. Saquon's thighs are ruining defenses' lives and Leonard Williams making opposing QBs feel him. Receivers think it's scary to line up across James Bradbury and the Giants have a bright future led by coach, judge, jury, and executioner. Tune in to Drawing About the G-Men every Wednesday at 6, live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Twitch. Hello, my name is Joe Aguirre. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Men. And great true crime shows like Sticky Week, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.